Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Deuteronomy. Hi, guys, and good morning. This is Jen with the Bible Explained podcast. I hope you all had a really great Easter weekend. Let me know what you did. I love hearing from you guys. But I just hope that you all had a really fantastic day of rest and relaxation with your family members. But today we're going to be talking about a topic that is not very restful or relaxing. (laughs) So your Easter weekend is over as of right now. We're going to be talking about Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 34. This is all the cursings, the cursings of what would happen to Israel if they did not listen to God's voice. So let's get into this. I'm going to be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible. Please feel free to grab your version of the Bible. And let's go ahead and read Deuteronomy 28 together. But it shall come to pass, if you will not listen to Yahweh your God's voice, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all of these curses will come on you and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city. You will be cursed in the field. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed. The fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the increase of your livestock and the young of your flock will be cursed. You will be cursed when you come in and you will be cursed when you go out. Yahweh will send on you cursing, confusion, and rebuke in all that you put your hand to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the evil of your doings. By which you have forsaken me, Yahweh will make the pestilence cling to you until he has consumed you from off of the land where you go to possess it. Yahweh will strike you with consumption, with fever, with inflammation, with fiery heat, with the sword, with blight, and with mildew. They will pursue you until you perish. Your sky that is over your head will be bronze, and the earth that is under you will be iron. Yahweh will make the rain of your land powder and dust. It will come down on you from the sky until you are destroyed. Yahweh will cause you to be struck before your enemies. You will go out one way against them and will flee seven ways before them. You will be tossed back and forth among all the kingdoms of the earth. Your dead bodies will be food to all the birds of the sky and to the animals of the earth, and there will be no one to frighten them away. Yahweh will strike you with boils of Egypt, with the tumors, with the scurvy, and with the itch, of which you cannot be healed. Yahweh will strike you with madness, with blindness, and with astonishment of heart. You will grope at noonday, as the blind gropes in the darkness, and you shall not prosper in your ways. You will only be oppressed and robbed always, and there will be no one to save you. You will betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. You will build a house, and you won't dwell in it. You will plant a vineyard and not use its fruit. Your ox will be slain before your eyes, but you will not eat any of it. Your donkey will be violently taken away from you before your face, and it will not be restored to you. Your sheep will be given to your enemies. You will have no one to save you. Your sons and your daughters will be given to another people. Your eyes will look and fail with longing from them all day long. There will be no power in your hand. A nation which you don't know will eat the fruit of your ground and all of your work. You will be only oppressed and crushed always, so that the sights that you see with your eyes will drive you mad. Oof, this is is a lot to take in, isn't it? However, you can see up here at the top of verse 15 that this is a choice. This is the choice that the people can choose to make. It says, if you will not listen to Yahweh or God's voice. If means that you have a choice. 
you have a choice to listen and experience all the blessings that we talked about on Friday. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, I definitely recommend it. But the other choice and the much more common one, obviously, is the people refuse to listen to Yahweh's voice because they think they have a better way to do things or something like that. And it's also kind of funny, if you look at this entire chapter of Deuteronomy in the Bible, you're going to notice that um, the cursings are way, way longer than the blessings are. Because the blessings are pretty simplistic. Basically, you listen to God, you're going to be blessed in everything. That was the gist of the blessings. But the cursings are a lot more in-depth because God really goes into detail about everything the people are going to be cursed in. And this is a warning to them. This is showing them like, look, don't do this because this is what's going to happen. Verse 15, it shall come to pass if you will not listen to Yahweh your God's voice and observe to do all his commandments and statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come on you and overtake you. You'll also notice that these verses, these first few verses, 15 through 19, I think, mirror the blessings part. It's almost the exact same verbiage, except instead of being blessed in those things, you're going to be cursed in those things. So verse 15, these curses will come on you and overtake you. In other words, the people won't be able to run away from these curses. They're going to overtake them no matter where they run. They're not going to be safe from these curses if they refuse to listen to God's voice. I'm also going to repeat something I said on Friday's podcast. Would God do this to a nation nowadays, even though this is in the Old Testament? Yes, I do believe that. I believe God will curse a nation that turns its back on him. But I believe also that God will bless nations that don't turn their back on him because we've seen that happen throughout history, not just with the Israelite nation. It says here in verse 16, you will be cursed in the city, you will be cursed in the field. So no matter where you go, a lot of people think that, you know, the country is more safe than the cities. That's not going to be the case. When a nation turns its back against God, no matter where you go, it's not going to be safe. Nothing's going to be safe. Your country home is not going to be any more safe than if you lived in the city. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed. So in other words, your pantries are going to be cursed. You're going to have a hard time finding food, maybe because the the crops aren't growing as well, maybe because of inflation. You're going to have a hard time getting food in your pantry. The fruit of your body, the fruit of the ground, the increase of your livestock and the young of your flock will be cursed. So the nation of Israel or any nation that chooses to go against God, they're going to begin experiencing infertility. They're going to begin experiencing low birth rates and not just for babies, but for animals, for meat as well. You'll be cursed when you come in. You'll be cursed when you go out. I mentioned the the other day on Friday that I have a doormat that says you're going to be blessed when you go in. You're going to be blessed when you go out, which is um, verse six here in Deuteronomy 28. It's just kind of funny that (laughs) a lot of people like to take the nice verses out of this chapter and place them on doormats and place them wherever, but they don't like to look at the the cursing aspect of this. But I argue that because the curses are so much more detailed and so much more in depth, that it's probably even more important for us to look at the curses and avoid those, avoid getting to that point. Uh, it says, Yahweh will send on you cursing, confusion, 
and rebuke in all that you put your hand to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the evil of your doings by which you have forsaken me. So there you go. All of this is a choice that the people can have. I want to mention something here. A lot of these curses that we're going to be talking about today, God does specifically send on the people, but a lot of them also have to do with God just taking his hand of blessing away from this nation and the people doing it to each other. Because as society begins to get further and further away from God, evil becomes more and more practiced. And the more evil we see in a country, the more danger there's going to be in that country, the more persecution and the more trouble we will see. So I want to I want to make that pretty clear here that it's not just God specifically sending curses on people, though he does. We're going to talk about those, but it's also the people doing it to themselves because there's so much evil in their hearts and it's so widespread across the entire nation that in a way they curse themselves. So it says Yahweh will send on you cursing, confusion. I mean, we can see this happening nowadays. Everybody's so confused anymore. You know, everybody is uh, confused about very simplistic ideologies. Rebuke in all that you put your hand to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the evil of your doings. So all this is happening because people choose this. Yahweh will make the pestilence cling to you until he has consumed you from off of the land where you go in to possess it. So all the days of the person's life is just going to be filled with sickness. It's just going to be sickness and problems and colds and viruses and bacteria. It's just going to be so much, you know, just sickness everywhere. And, and notice that it doesn't directly, none of these actually, none of these curses directly kill the people. But it's almost like the people have to suffer with these illnesses and these problems until the day they die. And they still, during all of that, they still refuse to turn back to God. There's actually a verse, I believe, in Revelation where it talks about how, you know, God's going to send these problems to the people. They're going to see the problems, but refuse to turn back to God. But why? Why are people so against worshiping God? Moving forward, verse 22 Yahweh will strike you with consumption, with fever, inflammation, the sword, fiery heat, blight, mildew. So all these problems are going to start happening, not just sickness, but also with the sword. So people are going to get more and more violent and these will pursue you until you perish. So all the days of this person's life is just going to be filled with all these irritating and terrible problems that could be fixed. Your sky that is over your head will be bronze. The earth that is under you will be iron. That doesn't sound very pleasant. <laughs> that sounds very unpleasant. I mean, how can, you, uh, how can you farm if the land is made out of iron? If the, the sky that's over you is bronze? I mean, that's a very... I don't like the color of bronze. Like that, that weird like rust red. It's not a very relaxing color, is it? <laughs> but the blue is a very nice, nice color. I actually have a nice blue sky today. Imagine the sky being made of bronze. It's not going to produce for you. And here's what it goes on to say. It's going to produce powder and dust. There's not going to be any rain. Yahweh will cause you to be struck before your enemies. So God's hand of blessing is going to be taken off of 
the nation of Israel when enemies come out to fight with her and any nation, by the way, not just Israel. And it says, you will go out one way against them and will flee seven ways before them. You will be tossed back and forth among all the kingdoms of the, of the earth. So there's not going to be any military successes for Israel after God's hand is gone. Your dead bodies will be food for the birds of the sky. I mean, this is like really grotesque stuff that we don't really want to talk about nowadays, do we? But yet all of this is just a warning. Why would we want this? Nobody actually wants this. And yet this is what people do all the time. And in the end, when God's hand of blessing is taken away off of a nation, and there's not going to be any successful wars, any successful military accomplishments, these men are going to be struck down and will be food for the birds. But there won't be anyone left, is, is what it says. There's going to be no one to frighten the birds away. Yahweh will strike you with the boils of Egypt, with the tumors, with the scurvy, with the itch, which you cannot be healed from. Once again, this is another sickness, and this is from the land of Egypt, is what it says. Perhaps some of the stuff, I would guess, could also be STDs or other issues of that nature. Yahweh will strike you with madness, with blindness, with astonishment of heart. I think this is all talking about the spiritual here in verse 28, the madness, the blindness, the astonishment of heart. I mean, when a nation is spiritually blind, it goes mad. The astonishment of heart, the confusion once again. It says, you will grope at noonday as the blind gropes in the darkness. You shall not prosper in your ways. So that spiritual darkness doesn't do any, any good for anybody. It causes a whole lot of problems. And yet people cling to that. They cling to the, the spiritual darkness and then they teach other people to do the same thing. They teach other people that it's bad to follow God and it's good to follow these other things. And then they're shocked when God takes the hand of blessing away. And then they blame God for taking the hand of blessing away. There's a verse in Proverbs, actually, that I read recently. It's Proverbs 19.3. People's own foolishness ruins their lives, but in their minds, they blame the Lord. I mean, that verse is pretty self-explanatory. A lot of people cause their own problems. They cause these issues to arise. Because let's look at it this way, actually. God created each of us, and he created us to function a certain way. God gave us the rules of how we should function, basically like the guidebook for our lives. And yet we think that if we don't follow those particular rules that God gave us, we'll be better off in the long run. But in fact, it's the complete opposite. We're better off following the rules for the way God made us to be, and people don't want to do that. So their own foolishness ruins their lives. Just like Israel, this entire nation, their own foolishness ruined their lives, and then they turn around and blamed God. The Israelites were shocked when God took his hand of blessing off of them. Eventually, we see all this playing out later on. Now, that does not mean that every single person in that nation hates God and doesn't follow him, but if the vast majority do, then I do believe a lot of this stuff is going to happen to those nations, regardless of the few that do, in fact, worship God. But there is a verse of hope for the people who do worship God when all this is happening around them. And that's in either First or Second Peter, where it says that God can punish a nation, but yet save the righteous people at the same time. And then Peter gave some examples, for example, Noah and Lot were two men in particular 
who were saved while destruction actually was happening. So God does see you. He sees your heart. He sees that you want to worship him. I mean, I would argue that if you're on this podcast and if you're listening to it with the intent of wanting to learn the Bible, and if you're listening it to it with the intent of wanting to worship God and not just listening to it for, you know, wanting to refute the Bible with me or something like that, <laughs> but God sees you. He sees your heart of wanting to worship him. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid when you begin to see this stuff happening in your own country, because trust me, we're going to see this start happening because here in Western culture, most of our nations, most of the people, the majority, the vast majority have chosen to turn their backs on God. So I do believe we're going to start seeing a lot of this stuff playing out and have been seeing a lot of this stuff already playing out. But moving on to conclude here, it says, you will betroth the wife and another man shall lie with her. You will build a house and you won't dwell in it. You'll plant a vineyard and not use its fruit. Your ox will be slain before your eyes, but you won't eat any of it. Your donkey will be violently taken away from you before your face and will not be restored to you. Your sheep will be given to your enemies. You will have no one to save you. Your sons and your daughters will be given to another people. Your eyes will look and fail with longing for them all day long. There will be no power in your hand. All of these injustices then are going to begin to happen. All of these terrible injustices. And God isn't causing any of these. This is people causing these. These terrible injustices that we see are beginning to happen now where good is being called evil and evil is being called good in the court system. And it says here at the very end in verse 34, the sights that you see with your eyes will drive you mad. So th these people are going to be so distraught when when they see these injustices happening and nothing is being done about them because everything is so corrupt. The justice system is so corrupt. The government is so corrupt. The kings of this time period were so corrupt that they did not care that injustice was happening to people. They didn't care. All they cared about was themselves. It was all narcissism. And once again, we see that happening today. Everything. Maybe not to this extent. But if we don't change our ways, we will see this begin to happen more. Because history always repeats itself. And I believe that the Bible is the authority. And I use it as the authority for my own life. At least I try to most of the time. But because scripture is the authority and because God is our authority, God says this stuff is going to be happening, then it's going to happen. I believe that very strongly. And I believe that this does not, this is not just talking to nations in the Old Testament. I believe this is talking to every single nation here on earth. Well, faithful listeners, this was more of a downer episode, but it all starts with us. And I think one of the things we can do to try to quell some of this is just pray. Pray for your nation. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family, for your church community. Just pray. But faithful listeners, I do hope that you have a restful rest of your Monday. Go over to Facebook. Check out the giveaway that is still going on. The Facebook page is linked in the description of this podcast episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. I will see you tomorrow for an episode out of John. We are moving into the Passover with John. So that's going to be an exciting new episode. See you tomorrow. Happy listening and God bless. Oh,